Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Joining me today is Daniel Alegre, CEO of Yuga Labs. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Rosie. I'm really excited. Yeah, uh, let's jump right into it. I noticed that you're wearing your mutant ape on your jacket. Tell us a bit about how you decided to adopt that identity in Web3. You know, it was, it just jumped out at me and I thought, this is absolutely me. I moved to Dallas about a year and a half ago, so obviously you need to have the cowboy hat. and. Um, for whatever reason, this actually stuck with me. And the first thing I did was get it embroidered in this jacket, and now I, uh, I carry him very happily with me. I love it. it uh, it's important to adopt a Web3 identity as you make the switch. So you recently joined Yuga Labs as CEO. Before this, you were at BMG Music and held various leadership roles at Google. Most recently, you were President and Chief Operating Officer of Activision Blizzard, the publisher behind titles like Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. So what made you make the switch over to Web3? Well, when I was, uh, when I was at Activision Blizzard, obviously we have some uh, iconic brands and, uh, and franchises. But uh, one of the things that really became clear to me in, in gaming, one is that uh, influencers really want to participate in the whole creative environment of, uh, of gaming and be part of the ecosystem. You know, the days where you could launch a branding campaign for a, for a game, and that's as far as you went, are long gone. Influencers are absolutely critical to, uh, to the promotion and the amplification of games, and they want to be more than just spokes, spokespeople, and they're actually an important component of the ecosystem. And then players as well, they spend tremendous amount of time playing the games, identifying with the games, and I've, we were seeing actually a fair amount of feedback from our, our player base that they wanted to go beyond that and actually take their identity in the game, port it to other games, and also be part of the overall economy. So um, I had the, the, the great pleasure to meet the founders of Yuga Labs a, a few months ago, and I talked to them about this issue, you know, that gaming really need to go one step further to involve creators, influencers, and players as part of the community. And uh, we had a tremendous meeting of the minds between, uh, between Yuga founders and, and me. And it was clear that this was uh, the right fit for me. 
to bring the evolution of Web3 not only to gaming, but to overall media consumption and entertainment. Absolutely. And so coming from the gaming space, I know that there still exists some tension between traditional gamers and Web3 gamers. Not everyone's ready to make the jump. So how do we bridge that gap between the two audiences? And what do you think is still missing in the Web3 gaming space? Sure. Look, in, in Web2, uh, many of the traditional, I'll call them the traditional gaming companies, when they hear NFT and they, they dabble with NFT or Web3, the vision is, well, how can we make more money off of our players? And that can mean, you know, that you're, you're playing a game and then there's a billboard and you say, well, do you want to bid for the billboard? Or we're only going to make a certain number of special swords available by these swords. Players see through that, right? They, they say that that's just a way for the gaming companies to make more money off of us. If you think of game and game experiences and game development from Web3 as a ground you know, uh, architecture up, um, you can actually really bring the Web2 players and have them realize, oh, okay, this is what Web3 does. So for instance, we launched our, our Dookie Dash game about uh, two, three months ago. And what ended up happening, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Um, what, what ended up happening is not only did we engage our existing community members who have a great affinity with gaming, but we also brought in Web2 gamers into the ecosystem and they got to experience what a Web3 native game could be like. And uh, you probably saw the winner of the, uh, the Dookie Dash game was a professional Fortnite player. And um, he came in and actually realized, okay, this is what Web3 can really do to gaming. So I'm not necessarily saying that Web3 is going to replace Web2 gaming, but there are avenues where you can actually bring a Web3 experience into a Web2 game that will elucidate and actually make it so that a Web2 player realizes, oh, all right, this is the benefit and I'm really excited about it. Absolutely, and speaking of kind of bringing in more people into the ecosystem, uh, BAYC, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, still among the most popular NFT projects to date across marketplaces. The barrier to entry into the ape ecosystem is still pretty high. The floor price of a board ape is still around 50 Ether. So in what ways is Yuga Labs thinking about making the project more accessible and sort of opening up to a more a mainstream or a wider audience? So um, we have a, a number of, of different projects that we have in place because we realize one, at the core, we're excited about our Board Ape community, Mutant Ape, uh, Kennel Club, as well as CryptoPunks and, and MeBits. But we also want to make sure that we make these experiences much more available to, uh, to a broader audience. And that's where the video that you saw with, uh, with Other Side comes in. You know, uh, having a, a true innovative, uh, I'll call it a metaverse platform, where players can come in, whether you're community holders uh, or deeds, deeds holders, and be able to participate into these new experiences is phase one of what we're trying to do to make Web3 much more available to, to a broader audience. We love our community, it's so passionate. I've had a, just a, a tremendous opportunity over the last two days here in Austin to meet uh, some of our hardcore community members and their passion is, is exceptional. Um, but I also realize that uh, Web3 is still very hard. It's hard to participate, um, it's, it's not as broadly adopted as I think it, it can be. And what, uh, what I'm gonna bring to Yuga is to ensure that we actually make it so that many more people can participate in a number of different ways 
and other side is definitely a platform where uh, we're, we're going to embrace that. I would love to pivot to the other side. Um, sure. I spoke to the founders, Wiley and Greg, last year, and they called the other side the intersection of sort of everything that they've built over the years. So as the new CEO, what does this mean to you, and how are you planning to you know, build out the other side and shift Yuga's focus into Web3 gaming? Well, um, other side really is our big bet for, uh, for Web3. It's, it's the next, taking the, the interactions to, uh, to the next level. You may have seen, we just announced earlier this morning that uh, we hired Mike Sievers as a new chief technology officer of, uh, of Yuga Labs. He was CTO of Riot Games and, uh, and Epic, and he's gonna be a phenomenal addition all oh, right, you like it. Um, so it's clear that we have to make a very significant big bet from a technology and technology investment perspective. Obviously, our community and our storytelling is at the core of what we do. The experiences are important. Gaming is, is, an, is a, a new avenue that we're, we're trying to not only engage our community, but bring new community members into the fold, but uh, leveraging what other side can really do as a uh, as a truly open platform and bringing new developers, new community members onto it is an absolute big bet. And what I want Yuga to be is really the front door to, to Web3. So uh, as, as we know, this innovation and, and the transformation that's going to happen, it's, it's happening in obviously in art, it's happening in digital uh, consumption and obviously in gaming but it's, it's going to expand into so many different areas of, uh, of, of industry. Other side is that entryway into Web3. Looking back on the last two years, Yuga has expanded significantly with Mebits and with CryptoPunks, 10KTF. Um, it seems like the, the strategy has sort of shifted into hyperdrive to become the biggest company now in Web3. Um, focusing on the other side, uh, as you become larger and start to, you know, embrace more of your IP brands, uh, how are you thinking about staying true to what Yuga was when it first started and sort of that degen, uh, those degen roots? Yeah, this has come up a number of times that when, when people refer to me, they say, oh, you know, you've got the adult in the room. And uh, sure, I guess I'm more adult than, than the founders. But uh, I, I am just absolutely passionate about creativity and innovation. And, uh, and we know that we absolutely have to stay true to that innovation engine that the founders um, originally started with, with Board Ape, and that we're making sure that CryptoPunks and MeBits continues to, to have that. We are, at the core, a great storytelling company that engages content creators and community. And those are the things that are at the core foundational to our culture, foundational to the kinds of people that we're bringing into, into the company. And you, you say that um, our aspiration is to be the biggest in the space. That, that's, that's not the way I'm looking at it. The way I'm looking at it is just ensure that we have epic entertainment, epic experiences on our platforms, and also embrace third parties who can actually uh, follow with, with the vision that we have and bring him, bring him onto this platform. Um, this is not a winner-take-all environment. This is a true transformation that is happening across the, uh, the entertainment industry, and as I said, and, and is happening in, in other areas as well, but I'm focused on, on media and entertainment. For us, my mission is 
to make Web3 as easily available and bring great content creators and the economy together in a way that we just keep investing on it and the experiences, if they're excellent, users will follow. Absolutely. And you sort of touched on this idea of interoperability and making sure that it's you know, accessible and bringing in creators. Um, this is maybe a little bit of a philosophical question, but when you think about the metaverse going forward, do you think about it as this one platform or do you think about it as experiences that sort of work together? How do you see the metaverse? Yeah, I, I well, first, there's, there's been a, a number of questions about this, what is the metaverse? And, you know, Facebook and Disney have had, have had their issues with, uh, with their investments in, in the space and some are pushing back. The reality is the metaverse is not new. You know, one of the games that I worked on, World of Warcraft, for all intents and purposes, is a metaverse. But what Web3 is enabling is not only new interaction and, uh, and, and ways for players to find communities that go beyond necessarily the game itself. So like World of Warcraft is a closed environment with guilds within World of Warcraft. Well, imagine a world where you can actually go from that experience and move on to another game and bring your, your, your persona to it and actually bring communities together in a way that's actually much more vibrant and much, much more connected. And that's how I see this new iteration of the metaverse, which is really breaking down barriers and walls and ensuring that communities all over can participate. So to answer your, your question specifically, I want an environment where there are multiple platforms and multiple areas of innovation, so long as there's interoperability and you can play in one game and enjoy the great things that are happening here and then move over to the other side and participate in another side and enjoy what that brings to you. For us, if innovation is continued here, the, again, the best experiences are going to bring the, the best communities. And it's all about community building and community interaction. That's, that's what gaming has really become. That's the reason why I joined Activision Blizzard, because I, I, I knew that gaming was going to be the next frontier of community building. Web3 is that next frontier of global communities, not only in gaming, but across in, in many areas of, uh, of social connections. Yeah, and speaking of community, uh, I, I know that the, the Board Ape community is among one of the most you know, passionate and excitable communities. There are all of these different projects using the Board Ape IP, water, uh, food trucks. Uh, what do you think really resonates with holders about this project, and how has it still maintained this momentum over the years? I, I, I think one, because at the core, it has stayed true to the story and the kernels of what, what uh, Board Ape was all about. Uh, and second, the community is very united. They share the mission that we have at Yuga Labs. I see it every time I run into a, a Board Ape member. And they're also extraordinarily creative in how they use their assets. So just, just last night, I had a, uh, a Board Ape holder came up to me from, uh, from Calgary, from Canada. And he said, here, let me show you what I'm doing with my board ape. You know, I've got a restaurant, and these are the beers that I'm using, and I'm using this ape for this and this ape for that. And then uh, just a, a, a couple of hours ago, this other fellow came up to me and said, hey, let me show you what I've done with my board ape, and has a coffee business. And he actually had a, a, his board ape as, as the coffee logo. Um, so to, to have the community be able to not only 
be part of this uh, incredibly passionate group, but to also amplify the voice of it and get great economic benefits and personal identity and commercialization of their own asset is something that is truly unique. And by the way, this is, it applies to Board Ape, it applies to CryptoPunks, it applies to MeBits. Um, what they've been able to do and how they've stayed connected to, uh, to those projects is, is astounding. And also, just for me as CEO of Yuga Labs, it's really inspirational. Absolutely. And pivoting over to brand partnerships, Yuga Labs recently signed a multi-year partnership with Gucci, and you've announced a physical jewelry collection uh, linked to Coda's. Um, so how is Yuga Labs thinking about brand partnerships going forward? Anything in the works? Yes. Um. Yes. <laughs> no. Done. So what, I, what I'd say is, um, you know, we're in a situation right now in Web3 similar to the transition from internet to mobile where large brands um, and large companies everywhere are kind of trying to figure out, so what am I supposed to do? You know, they, they realize that the community that is deep into Web3 is one, financially very lucrative, but also has an affinity to, to their brands and, and, and uh, want to participate in the creation, the connection with the brands. And um, one, of, one of the things that I, that I, I have um, as, a, as a mission for us is obviously bringing creators over, over to the other side platform, but the other one is how do we enable brands to be able to connect with communities? Um, so the, the partnership that we have with Gucci is one of those examples where we're embedding the, the storytelling through, uh, through our 10KTF team of how Gucci and, uh, and other side can, can interact. And we're gonna see, you're gonna be seeing more and more of those, those kinds of activations. Obviously we wanna stay true to our community and bring value to the community, but at the same time, as part of our promotion of what Web3 can do, I see it as our mission to also help brands harness the power of Web3, what Web3 can do to them, and in the end, it creates a much better experience overall. Absolutely. Uh, and as we start to wind down, my question that I always have, I mean, Yuga was recently valued at $4 billion. I'm sure that's changed and probably grown. Um, acquiring all of these different brands over the last year, what is the Yuga Labs secret sauce or sort of the key to its success? How has it still maintained this momentum? Well, um, I've been CEO for three weeks. Um, and I'm still trying to find what that secret sauce is. But uh, I'll tell you first, the vision that, that the founders had and the execution the founder, founders had has been exceptional. And when you talk to them, it actually reminds me a lot of, of, uh, of the early days when I joined Google with uh, Larry Page and Sergey Brin. They have a, a laser focus on what has made the company great. And, and they stay true to it. And you know, there's, there's a, uh, a number of circumstances where you can say, well, you know, we could actually make much more money if, but that's not, that's not the plan. The plan is that if we continue to invest in content creation and community building, everything else will follow. And, uh, and, and the founders uh, have that as a, as a core culture for, uh, for Yuga Labs. I'm committed to it because I, I recognize that that is what can, uh, can bring longer-term value for, for the business. And, um, and you can expect 
a lot more crazy things like the things that you saw there or, or the Dookie Dash or the other, other uh, experiences coming from us. Um, we're not a traditional company, I'll tell you that. Um, as I said, even though I'm, I'm the grown-up in the room, I'm also not a traditional, traditional CEO. And the quirkiness that has made Yuga Labs as interesting and as a hotbed of true content creation and innovation, that will continue. Excellent. Daniel Allegra, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Rosie. Thanks.